Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Play Reggie Podcast Cave Sessions, episode five. I'm back here again with my lovely co-host, Emma. How are you, Emma? Changing. I'm not in your wife anymore. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm giving technicalities. You are my co-host, so it's truth. Hmm. <laughs> We're after another riveting start, um, and I think there's a reason why. And it just gets worse every week. Um, Emma, can you tell the viewers what time it is currently? Midnight? <laughs> yeah, midnight. <laughs> 12.05am. So it's not all our fault, really, because we did have basketball tonight at 8pm. And then we had to have dinner and shower and watch the walkies. Watch the walkies. <laughs> the walkies. Walking Dead. I don't know why it's, we've always called it the walkies. I have actually no idea why we call it the walkies. Be careful saying that around the dog too. That's a good point. We haven't actually got caught with that for a little while. Actually, probably that's why she's been a bit weird lately. Every Monday, because she keeps she, hearing say that and she freaks out, like thinking she's going for a walk. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Uh, I wonder if she hates us sometimes. We're shit parents. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it is twelve oh six p.m. I am sorry, um. But we're here, we're back again, episode five. It has taken a little bit longer than we normally do. We have actually recorded the first four episodes once a week for the last month, which has been unbelievable for us, for me especially. Um, but episode five taken a little bit longer to get to because I had a little bit of issues with my mouth. I had, well, I'll start from the beginning. So I've got a bit of an issue with sleep apnea and something that doesn't get talked about a lot because it sounds piss week, I guess. But if you are struggling throughout the day where you feel like you've just had no sleep at all and you're waking up in a complete fog or headaches, et cetera, et cetera, go get checked out. If you're a male, especially, it seems to happen males a lot more than females for some reason. Um, go get yourself checked out, get a test like I did and find out if you have sleep apnea or not. Because I'll put it just like the doctor said to me last week is you're slowly dying, slowly killing yourself every time you have sleep apnea issues throughout the night. Because essentially your brain is shutting off for a period of time and that's not good for your brain. So go get tested because it can cause serious issues. Um, so I did and I've been trying to use a CPAP machine which I had some hard troubles with and a lot of people do and most people just give up. But I've got to try and persist with it. Uh, just about finding the right mask and the pressure, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Um, so I've also got a severe issue with my nose. I haven't been able to breathe through my nose since I was 16. Went to a doctor last week about it and got a nasal spray and amazingly, it actually worked. 
actually cleared out my nose pretty quickly. Unfortunately, with good things usually comes bad, and that's caused an absolute chaos inside of my mouth. So I got a ton of ulcers throughout my mouth, underneath my tongue, and on my teeth line, which is the most painful ones in the world. Um, it's actually still there, I just realized, which I'm annoyed about because I thought it was gone. But I felt it just then as I started talking. And there's a ton in my throat still. So you'll probably hear it every now and then. I'll stop uh, and I'll probably wince in pain because it is very painful. Emma was actually going to be the host of the show at one point. <laughs> it's bailed on that idea. Oh, well, you're fine now, so you can do it. I'm uh, mostly fine, but anyway, so we haven't been able to record the show because of that issue. I, I purely couldn't talk. Uh, it was actually causing serious pain, so I just couldn't do it, unfortunately. But here we are now, probably a few days later than we would like. Um, but not too far behind, and we can get up another episode in the next few days and hopefully get back on track. Uh, Emma, first things first, I would say what's feedback, but you're sitting on something new today. Yeah, good feedback. <laughs> good feedback. So good feedback, feedback was you you not weren't comfortable or what was the feedback? Why are you got a new chair? Oh, well, it's a massage chair and I was sitting a mile away from the microphone. I had to have like a cushion behind me <laughs> and it wasn't uncomfortable, but it was just too big and it was very like stiff on the wheels. Now I've got like movement. <laughs> it's also pretty. It's very pretty, yes. And, and it's an ergonomic chair. I don't know what that means, but it's smooth. Look at me glide. <laughs> I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've seen Em's actually struggled to move around when we've been trying to do the cave set or what's in the cave segments and she couldn't get out to go and have a look. She's <laughs> fighting with a chair. Uh, but Emma, so ergonomic just simply means pure comfort and good feel back, basically. Yeah, it was making me sit up right. Yeah, so the feedback for that came from, oh, I, I swear, I'm going to eat this microphone at one point. Came from our episode with Brett, or we did a bit of an interview before we ever started the show, where, as you said, and as you mentioned, the chair was actually a massage office chair, so I guess it's meant for lazy office work. It's meant to lean back in it. Yeah, so it, it leans you right back, and unfortunately, Brett, while sitting in the chair, was just leaning back, as the chair makes him do, and couldn't reach the microphone, so not his fault. <laughs> And we've noticed it a little bit with you. We've had to try and get right up close to the microphone. Oh, it hasn't been easy. So uh, we've fixed the issue now. And you've got yourself a nice, beautiful, comfortable chair. Courtesy of JB Hi-Fi. So thank you, JB Hi-Fi, for that. <laughs> it does help to work there sometimes. Doesn't it just? Um, but anyway, how's the comfort, Em? Good. Good? That's good. You owe me $220. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other chair is just right over there. So it's not too far away and it will be sitting there waiting for our guests in future, which we will have very soon. We've actually got six guests lined up. It's just a matter of getting them in here. Happen very soon. Christmas is coming. I know. I put my tree up. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. It's, what was it, November 7th and Christmas tree was up. But you was happy doing it. New, new pyjamas, Christmas pyjamas, Santa Claus playing in the background. <laughs> that is a look of happiness. <laughs> Emma, what have you got right next to you? Well, not the spud, because the spud we saw last week, and spud has reappeared, and hopefully people have remembered what we said last week about seeing if there's any changes to send your spud. Before you carry on, oh. you just completely skip past feedback. Well, I haven't. I'm not quite there yet, but okay. um, 
Interesting. Okay. Because I have something for you. Oh. Well, that's a first. So usually I ask the question. No. This is great because Sorry. I've been stewing on this for about a week <laughs> and I haven't told you about it because I didn't want to tell you about it because I wanted you to be as like, <laughs> oh shit, as everyone else. Oh shit, okay. So when we had last episode yes. at the ending, yes. you were like, there was no Emma's Rage. There wasn't an Emma's Rage, no. I don't, well, I've I don't got one was. for you. Oh, shit. And I'm about ready to, like, let rip, so be it's, prepared. It's, what is this? Four it's minutes midnight. into the episode you and you've got a rage already. So. All right, prepare yourself. We got a comment, and I don't give a flying fuck if this is your comment, <laughs> because if it is, remove yourself. So this comment on, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, this comment, <laughs> I don't know the guy's name, I don't know the guy, was on the episode and he was like, when's the Frio sale? And Aaron said, if you watch the episode, all the answers are in there. He was like, hour and a half for one, what was it? One answer. No, thanks. Mm. So we go out of our way every week to do this for, not for ourselves or kind of for ourselves, but for everyone else to put as much information into this for you guys. So you don't have to keep individually messaging us or messaging Aaron because he has a full-time job. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, and so do I. He has a full-time job, and he's constantly getting messages. When's the Frio sale? Where will the things be? When will this happen? What time do the gates open? What time does this happen? What time does this happen? So we did this to give you all those answers in one spot in a fun way. If you don't want to watch the episode, go find your resources elsewhere. <laughs> Remove yourself from the Player Issue podcast. Don't message Erin for the answers because we're giving them to you, but you don't want to watch the, the episode because, you know, you could skip it for all I care. You could have even said to Erin, what time's the answer? And we would have told you and you could have skipped to it, but you would have been an arrogant flog and just be like, no, thanks. So don't come to Erin for your answers or your resources if you're not prepared to watch what we're giving you. That was Emma's Rage. And that was a good one because, yeah, I was pretty pissed off when I saw that comment as well. Fuming. <laughs> Absolutely. I fuming. was fucking fuming. Fuming. I hope you put that video I'm on putting too. that in. Fuming! Fucking fuming! <laughs> fuming. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a fair rage. Um, like you said, we do a lot of, you know, out of our way sort of stuff as far as getting content out there for you guys. And I think you, a lot of people probably think we make money from this. Um, I can assure you we do not. Uh, we spend a hell of a lot more, more money than we actually make. As a matter of fact, I'll show you how much we make right now. Um, and that is over three-month period. So I think it's sitting at about 10 or $11 at the moment for three months. And how much do you reckon we actually get back out of all we put in? Uh, negative. So... Yes, we put a lot of effort into doing this. and puts in her time when she comes out and gives us her rant every week. <laughs> I wouldn't rant, but like that really annoyed me because this person's like asking you for an answer to something that we've given you the answer to. And yes, okay, it kind of seems cliche being like, watch the video. But we've gone out of our way to put all of the answers we can into an episode 
So we don't constantly get bombarded with messages. No joke, Aaron spends more time on his phone than with me and that's a big call. And it's not his fault. It's because he's constantly 24 hours a day, seven days a week getting messages. Hey, when's the sale happening? Do you know what's going to be in the sale? Do you know where the sale is going to be? Do you know what time the doors open? Do you know if they have any of this? Do you know how much this is going to cost? So we try and put it all in one thing so we can actually spend more time together and, you know, just you can take a break from your phone because you work full time and so do I. And then we've played basketball. We're knackered, but we're still coming here and sitting here trying to give you the answers and then you just come up with an answer like that, an hour and a half for an episode for one answer. No thanks. Cool. Remove yourself. Go find your resources elsewhere and I hope at the free sale you fail miserably. Uh, yeah, fair. So double rant from Emma today, um, but completely fair. Um, like I say, it's pretty simple. If you would like to know the answers, just watch the show. Um, perhaps we'll use that as a feedback and we'll put timestamps on the episodes. So you, like Em said, you can skip through the show to get to your answers. If you don't want to watch the whole show, that's fair enough. Um, but don't go on and ask questions. And when I say watch the show, give us a smart ass remark because all that's going to do is get yourself removed and I ain't going to deal with you in future. So support us because we're trying to do this for everybody else, give you some content and some information that a lot of people do actually use. Um, so we would appreciate support with the show. Um, but if you don't want to watch it, it's fine. But don't expect me to give you any answers if that's all you want from us. You could just also have said that, look, I'm sorry, I don't have time to watch the video. And Aaron would have gone, oh, actually, it's in... Um podcast form too or what do you call it audio Audio form. it's audio form too and if you said no sorry i really just don't have the time then but you you were just such a <laughs> about it <laughs> i wrote this down I'll see you next tuesday <laughs> show you show that to camera <laughs> uh hold up closer there you go i've been stewing on that for a week how a week you've had that sitting yeah. there for oh well it's fair enough yep um so Emma's feedback. That's fair. Tuesday, actually. Okay, so just under a week. Right. I can delete. <laughs> well, it segues into the hats. So, like I said, please support the show. We actually do have a $400 payment coming out in the next two weeks, um, which is all about the show. So, people want the audio format to continue. Um, with that, every 12 months, every 12 months, every yeah, every 12 months, comes a $400 payment to continue hosting the show through Spreaker. So, like I said, we don't make any money off this and it costs us a fair amount of money, amount of money to run, not just all of this equipment. This is very expensive equipment, by the way. But we also have to just purely put the show somewhere and that's done by a host, which is Spreaker, which is going to charge us $400. Um, like I said, two weeks away, that is happening. So if you would like to support the show, you can do so by going to the Playerish Podcast Facebook page. Uh, there is a a link, or what they call it, pinned, pinned post. Yeah, post is pinned. Or the you, top. you can donate straight to the show, which I've, we've had plenty of people do, and we appreciate every single one of you that do. Um, you are the ones that obviously understand what goes into this and how hard it can be and how costly it actually is. So with that, we've got some hats made up, and... Emma's got one right there on your right-hand side, Em. Whoa, there it goes. <laughs> Damn it. Em had this brilliant idea to have these jerseys on the locker or jerseys, jumpers, whatever you want to call them, hanging off the uh, lockers there. And we've had a bit of a struggle with them. This is not the first time they've fallen off today. 
Emma's in her pajama pants. Um, <laughs> it's not the first time they've fallen off, and we thought we had them sorted out, but that jersey is actually super heavy. So that was, that's a 2000 Perth Wildcats Andrew Vlahov jersey, which I got from the great man Rob Lee in a great trade for both of us. Um, and it's beautiful. I've never, ever seen one before, so love that one. But anyway, it's super heavy, and it's come I, I straight I think I off. picked a jersey that was too heavy. Uh, we've also got a Anzac Day jumper behind them's head. Brisbane Lions Anzac. I can't even remember what year it was, 2018, 2019, something like that. Uh, and then we've got... It's just gone. <laughs> then we've got a Bombers uh, 2018 match-worn Indigenous, uh, worn by Sean McKernan, and, of course, the grand final jumper from last week. And then to the left of that, we've got a Rashawn Holmes, Sacramento Kings game-worn jersey from last year in the game where Chesmezi Metu hit a game-winning three from the corner against Dallas Mavericks. There it goes again. <laughs> All right. So moving on from that, well, then it's probably just going to leave that now, I reckon, because that one's just too damn heavy, I think. Yep. Uh, we'll move on from that. The hats. So the hats. We have these hats. If anyone would like to purchase these hats... They are available for purchase right now. These were going to be $30 a head. I heard. <laughs> $30 a piece. They've come embroidered. They look great. Uh, but we're going to do them for $25 each. Um, we're not making much money at all. Like I said, we're trying to support the show and paying our $400 bill coming up shortly. But we would like to look after you as well. So $25 a piece delivered as well. So you're not paying for your cost of postage. We will pay for that. Uh, jump on because there's only nine hats left. So if you'd like one, please send us a message at the Player Issue Podcast Facebook page or Instagram, and we will get a hat to you. So 25 bucks a piece. Emma will sign it for you if you like. I'll sign it for you if you wish. I don't know why you would because it probably devalue the hat. but <laughs> Just devalue you in general. <laughs> uh, but we will do whatever you like with that. It's ruined my display. Uh, it's ruined your display a little bit, but it's all right. It still looks great. I'm sure we'll come up with something next week to fix Glue. it. <laughs> shit. Glue. Shit. Gluing it to the locker. Glue. Got any glue? All right, and we got some more feedback from last week's episode. I'm telling you, these in, in ulcers are actually a lot worse than I thought. I haven't been talking much the last week. Yeah, so. now you're talking. It's making it worse. Yeah. Uh, Matt has given us another feedback. God. Uh, good old Matt, Matt Ward. I, think I, I don't think I've ever said his name before. Uh, Maddie, a good mate. Duckhead. Duckhead, yes. No one will understand that, but there I've got one. There it is. Moving on. No one knows. <laughs> I've got me Duckhead. <laughs> no one knows. Uh, another good episode this week. I like the addition of Senior Spud, the old mate with the addition this week, which no one probably can see. You definitely can, but make it sound like you can't. Uh can't believe how close you got to the wheel number. I cannot either. I thought that was a great effort. And today I'm nailing it, I reckon. Okay. <laughs> so thank you, Matt. We will see you very soon for an episode, I hope. would love for you to join us. Hopefully we have a Christmas episode and M's fighting with a mosquito. All right. <laughs> we were trying to catch that mosquito for a good five, ten minutes before we started recording as well. But he's back. Apparently we didn't get him. So you catch him and then you just open your hand and fly away. That's yeah. smart. If you do a Christmas episode, I'm going to wear my Christmas pyjamas. You can, yeah. We will do a Christmas episode. It'll be interesting and fun. Whether we do it in here or we do it out in the driveway with the Christmas lights, it'll be pretty cool. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> uh, we have another feedback. I won't say who it's from because he may not want me to say. 
But I got a message earlier in the week um, from a, a good collector, a good man, uh, and his feedback was loving the K sessions at the moment, going through a difficult patch medically, so watching the sessions is definitely making it easier. Can't wait until the sale to have a chat with you and other fellow collectors. Free over sale, of course. Hearing about the cave sessions on the road has inspired me to set up my own man cave rather than using a section of my cupboard. <laughs> so I, it's great that we've been able to inspire people to do something with their man caves. So, so yes, to the jerk that made the comment about hour long episode for one, <laughs> there's people out there that have actually you know going through stuff and actually enjoy watching the show. So. The good thing is there are a lot of people that appreciate it. Not everybody's going to enjoy the show, but there are a lot of people that appreciate it. And we really appreciate your feedback. Um, Thank you so much. And we are glad that we are here to help your day uh, or whatever rough batch you're going through. We hope you do get better and we do look forward to seeing you at the sale. So thank you for seeing that through. We appreciate all feedback that comes through and we will gladly read them out on the show as well. Uh, So on the road segment has been delayed still Mm. further. Um, due to terrible editing, I mean, it, it gets worse. I haven't got the video. Well, I do have the video. We might play it, but it, I just can't find somebody who's going to do what is in my head. We are actuaries in a world filled with unpredictability. We use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News and World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. I just can't seem to portray to somebody, Mm. this is what I want. In my head, I have this vision of like someone ringing us up and being like, hey, come see my cave. We jump in the car, ducking in and out of traffic, you know, and then that sort of thing, you know, like um, what's the word? Like, oh. It's just madness and chaos. Yeah, there's a TV show, the Benny Hill show. Mm. Yeah, and it's like that sort of thing and just be fun. But, oh, my God, they just get worse. It's just been like these business weird videos. New York City. Yeah. Well, oh, geez, Milo. Milo. (laughs) Oh, Aaron sends me this video and goes, this one's better. Milo was a guide dog, (laughs) an actual guide dog. Like it had the the harness and the handle and everything. It's a guide dog. And how can you get my hair so wrong? I've been a brunette. I've been a ginger. I've been, uh, I don't even know. There's been different things. I've been everything but blonde. How <laughs> do you mess this up? Um, yeah. And I look, I know I'm not a trim man at all, but I swear they made me fatter than <laughs> I've ever been so in my fat. life. <laughs> and then at the end of one of them, you're sipping a martini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's because there's something we were doing here. A super nice martini yeah, and our suits and our high heels, heels, heels and our handbags. I had a handbag when we were walking into the cave. I went and carry a handbag. <laughs> you do have a nice Bambi Yoda. Uh, Bambi Yoda? Bambi Yoda. Bambi uh, handbag. I do, yes. Hmm. So, anyway, Cave Sessions on the Road is delayed yet again. Mozzie, it's straight to God. <laughs> Don't you knock that microphone. <laughs> so, at this point, I think we're probably just going to film our own video mm. and do a... Some sort of put together look crazy video of just us in real life rather than a cartoon idea, which I had in my head, but doesn't seem to be working. However, if someone does have skills, editing skills, making cartoon, 2D cartoon videos, or just something they reckon they can come up with, feel free to give it a crack, send it through. We'll, we'll use you, your work. We'll give you credit and we'll give you a hat. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a free hat and we'll call you out, give you credit we'll on We'll give the you show. credit every time. Absolutely. Uh, we'll make sure that you get the credit on the uh, description at the end of every episode as well. Um, but yeah, we appreciate it. If someone wants to give it a crack, please do. Otherwise, we're going to come up with something pretty crappy on our own. But We're going to have to do a Roman Reigns video again. <laughs> I reckon people might want us to do something like that. No one appreciated it. Oh, I think they did. They just Jesus. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> mess tonight. Uh, we're a, a two-man show. I'm Mess. a one-man producer and host at the same time, and sometimes things go wrong. And like I throw the stream deck off the table, so <laughs> there was no switching between me and M. Tonight. All right, so I've got a little update for the end of season sales. That was our feedback um, for last week. So this week's update on end of season sales. Fremantle end of season sale is coming up very quickly. As a matter of fact, it is this Saturday, which is right this moment is four days away. I am terrified. I'm always terrified with these things. Um, shitting myself is probably more the, the truth. Gives me anxiety. No, I don't even know anxiety. I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't suffer from anything like that. I can, I can tell you that. However, when it comes to Fremantle Dockers end of season sales, I can fully relate to it. Mm. I was about to say, I don't get anxiety, but as soon as you mention the sale and then the closer you tell me it gets, the more I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Sleep becomes very difficult just throughout the day. I'm just always nervous thinking about it and it's just an awful feeling. As excited as I am to pick up stuff, I think in deep inside me is, is still FOMO, fear of missing out on all of the jumpers that I'm going to miss out on because inevitably there will be jumpers that I really, really want that someone else is going to grab and that's the way it is. But, oh, I hate the feeling. But I am very much looking forward to Saturday. No doubt by the end of it, we'll be stoked with what we get. Um, and much lighter in the pocket. But it will be a good time. We will be there nice and early. I know there will be some other st other people with us. If you would like us to record you, if you'd like to have a chat with us and record, we'll do that as well, mm. uh, whether it we'll be in the line or maybe even at, at the actual sale itself after we've got everything we wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I might do some B-roll while we're in the line of like how long the line is and stuff. Yeah, so Em will be there. Um, at some point, she'll rock up, probably 7.30, a.m. So if you see him, go say hello to her. She'll bring me coffees because I'll need them. Um, and she'll be running up and down the lines saying hello to people probably, but recording, filming some stuff. Say hello to her if you'd like to be on the show. She'll record you and say good day to you. After the rage I've just had, no one's going to want to approach me. <laughs> I am not a horrible bitch. Just 
No, she's, she's not the evil witch that she seems to be with her Emma's rage, but we need an Emma's rage, so that was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, come say hello to us at the Sam. sale on Saturday, 9am at the Coburn Arc. Uh, lineup will be outside of the doors and then during or when this doors open i believe it's 7 a.m um, it'll be the same lineup last year so that'll be down at the basketball courts right out the front of the toilets and the lift so mm. you'll see the courts a mile away because there's like glass windows you walk down a set of stairs yeah. and then to your left at the end of the stairs is a lift mm. and there's like two vending machines it's there yeah. so what i will say about this however is don't be a dick. I mean, I've we've said this multiple times, and it is definitely the Player Issue Podcast motto. You did that on purpose. I, I of course, I did. You took my saying away from me. <laughs> I, I came up with it first, to be fair. How dare you? <laughs> so, don't be a dick. There are going to be a lot of people lined up well before the doors open. Well, the doors are constantly open, but they don't want us in there until seven a.m. So, the people going in and out for the gym will be there early and scanning in and out. Um, but they don't want us in there too early. We just wait for the people at the front to go in. Once they do, go in in an orderly fashion. Don't do what some dickheads did last year. Moron kids who think they're hilarious, who got kicked out, by the way, um, and run around everybody and try and get to the front of the line because that's just an absolute dickhead move. People have been lining up there for God knows how many hours and you rock up and think it's hilarious for you to just jump in front. Mm. No, because eventually someone's going to get punched in the face at one of these. Well, then everyone complained about them and they got shoved out, didn't they? Yeah, they got complained about and they got removed from the line, which is completely fair. And then they complained about it and blew up. But don't do it. Don't be a dickhead. Just orderly fashion. If you want to be there early and close to the front of the line, get there early. But Mm. don't be a dick and try and skip the line because it's a bit don't skip the line and think that no one's going to say anything because you're coming across like men that are on from like, you know, 25 years onwards and this is what they do. This is their thing. They will dob you in. <laughs> and, oh, trust me, I will dob you in. Don't push me. I think you did last year, didn't you? I didn't dob them in, no. I wasn't there at that time. Uh, no, you told me about it. But, uh, no, I've dobbed people in for things before. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And also, like, if – you know us, that's fine, come and talk to us. But if you're there an hour later than a bunch of people and there's a line, sure, you can come stand with us and talk to us. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to go back to where you were situated because it's not fair, like, people thinking we're holding spots for people when, you know. Yeah, please don't do that because you people come do talk think to that. us. People do think that we have a leg up or inside information, inside trading, or that we have this power to get people we've in. got this little posse of people behind us yeah no we do not we have just us two who just happen to have people come up and before the we talked to a lot of people for hours mm. before the actual sale happens. and then they just kind of tend to stay in the same spot as us even though they were there like an hour and a half later and they are kind of cutting the queue so yeah come talk to us come stand with us that's fine but then at the end of the day you're gonna have to put yourself back or put yourself somewhere that's not with us because everyone else has waited a lot longer. Yeah, it's, so it's unfair. Yeah, it's a hard one. Um, I don't want anyone to not come up to us and say hello. No, no, I no. want you to come say hello and have a chat with us as much as possible. Um, just please don't make me 
try and force you to go back to where you were before everyone goes in because it's not fair. Or if you've seen us and you want to have a chat with us, then message Erin and be like, hey, like I'm in middle of the line and then Aaron can come and talk to you and I'll just stand in his spot. That's what we normally do. Most like, people are there with multiple people. They can just wait with somebody yeah. in and then come say hello. That's, That's fine, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, please do come say hello to us. We'd love to see as many people at the sale as possible. Come tell us that you watch the show. We would love to hear that. Um, which, you know, it's going to be a long day, long night. Mm. So, you know, more people will come up and say good day to us the better. I mm. think it's, it's fun. That's what's so fun about these sales. As well. Passes the time. It's not just, what we pick up at the sales is also the people we get to meet and have a chat to. It's just it's just a good time. So, yeah, come say hello. We'd love to meet every single person who watches the show or listens to the show. We'd love to meet you all and, and say hello because it's a good time to do it because we don't often get this opportunity to meet yeah, each other exactly. face to face. So, um, what will we expect at the sale? There will be a lot due to the sponsored changes. So, we mentioned last week that they have changed to Bank West. So they have to get rid of everything that had the double program logo, um, pretty much just everything that doesn't have Bank West on it. So that means that will be a hell of a lot this year. Um, so much so that they actually have to borrow racks from other people because they haven't got enough racks there for all the stuff to go on. So they're, with that, obviously expect a lot more stuff to be available this year. With also that, that means it will be quite a lot of stuff that is about $30, which is great. A lot of people think that, yes, the prices are going up. We've been saying all along the prices are going up. They technically have because there was 20 and $25 stuff prior years. Um, but the jump up to $30 is not much at all. So you're still going to be able to get yourself some great stuff. No doubt there'll be some absolute gems in those $30 stuff. I missed out on some Hayden Young stuff um, from first year in the $25 rack. So there will definitely be some absolute gems in there. Uh, most jumpers, however, will be between 100 to 150 dollars. Um, the event jumpers, however, at this point in time, all of the event jumpers are limited to one per person. Um, and according to sources, those event jumpers will be 250 dollars each. So you're looking at the retro, the home indigenous, the away indigenous, um, and the starlight will be 250 a piece. Um, there will be plenty of the white away there'll be a handful or so of the starlights and the home indigenous so that's a little bit scary that there won't actually be a lot of the home indigenous available because a lot of the players got to keep them same with the retros so the retros most of the players got to take one each um and then of course there was the auction as well so oh this mozzie i swear to god is just messing with me now um, players got to keep one each and then of course the auction as well so there's going to be a lot less and he's on my microphone now yeah, God. it's messing with you um, there will be not that many retros available so if you want a retro you're going to have to get yourself pretty damn close to the front of the line and that includes the other event jumpers as well now like I said there'll be one each so people aren't going to be able to run up and grab handfuls of them so even if you're back in the 2030s no problem you should be able to get one of each um, but Ideally, be there as early as possible so you don't miss out. And $250 piece, remember that with the budgeting as well. Um, there will also be some long sleeve jumpers. So from my understanding, you're looking about eight or nine long sleeves for each event jumper. So that's pretty exciting because previously, event jumpers did not have long sleeves at all. So you now you've got Starlight, Indigenous, and the Retros with some long sleevers 
in there as well, but only about eight or nine of them of each. And not each player, I'm saying in total. Um, so yeah, and there'll be manned racks, so people will be only taking one each. Otherwise, there'll be someone there yelling at you, saying, no, no, you can't touch that. Only one. They're trying to work on some sort of ticket system where after everybody's got one, people can come back and have another crack. However, there's going to be that many people there, then that's not going to happen anyway. So make sure you get your one jumper and you're happy with that one jumper because that's the only opportunity you're probably going to get. If it changes, I'm sorry, but this is the information that we have to give to you at the moment and it's the only information you're getting. So hopefully you can use that to your advantage somehow. Uh, St. Kilda still have some of the jumpers left from their sale. They've gone through and they have uh, what they have left and they've catalogued it. So do do give them a call or send them an email, but probably give them a call if you would like to jump on some of their stuff. Um, there's still some pride jumpers from 22 left over. Not too many, but there's a couple, I believe. Uh, and then there's some 2020 stuff as well. So make sure you give them a call if you would like some of their stuff. Uh, Gold Coast online sale has actually had sale so a lot of their locker room items uh, are actually marked down now so i don't think any of the home or away jumpers are maybe some of the vfl ones are but the um, like warm-up tops and the indigenous uh, and the shorts as well have all gone on sale so and believe it or not some of the jumpers that sold out have actually come back in for sale again so i'll be very interested to see because i've actually bought one and it's on its way, and it'll be here for next week's mail day in the segment. I'm very interested to see if it comes with sponsors on it, because like I said, this is a jumper that was sold out and has somehow gone back onto the website up for sale again. So interested to see what that's going to be. Is it going to be one that someone's not happy with and they've just returned it and I'm going to end up with another sponsorless jumper that I'm going to end up selling because I don't want it? Or is it going to have sponsors on it and I'll be a happy man? And where do they find these jumpers? It'll be very interesting to find out. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for the end of season sales and auctions. I don't think there's anything else really going on at the moment. There'll no doubt be some AFLW jumpers coming up very soon, but as far as I'm aware, that is all for end of season sales. However, there is something, (laughs) there is something that we need to address, which sucks a little bit if it is true. A lot of people do not like official memorabilia as their auction site. So you've probably noticed a few teams have actually done it this year where they've used official memorabilia. Um, They're actually owned by SE Products, which is owned by the AFL. Um, And they're the ones who do COAs. So at this point in time, it looks as though... Oh, I'm starting to get it. A little bit worked up here and my burp just came out of nowhere. We're all class, aren't we? <laughs> well, yes, we're all cast here at the uh we're all cast. God, you can't even speak English. No, I can't. This is why we didn't do episode. Yeah. It's twenty to one now, so trying to move it along as quick as we can, but we get worked up at these sort of things. Keep it short, keep it short. Um so as I was saying, official memorabilia have been doing a few more auctions this year. You would have seen the Brisbane one. Uh, also, Adelaide's as well. North Melbourne had one, which I didn't even realise. So that leads to the question, why is this happening? It seems as though the AFL are trying to tell clubs they can no longer host their own auctions and that they have to do them all at 
some point. Seems to be that's going to happen, but the clubs are fighting back. They're going to have to do them through the official memorabilia auction site instead of their own auctions. If that happens, that would ruin the hobby because they do not do it particularly well. Some clubs prefer it um, because it takes it out of their hands and they don't have to do all the work, but it's a shit fest. Um, I noticed today when I was just mentioning about the North Melbourne one, someone put up a one for sale for about $1,100 that was in August it ended and he's putting up for sale almost a pre-sale because it says on it that he may not actually get that jumper until March. That's five months after the auction ended. That is a joke. If I wait more than a week for a free sale, a free auction to end and go pick it up, I'm not a happy camper. There's no way in hell I'm waiting five months. So it would not go well at all. And I can see why they're doing it because as I've mentioned a few times, with the NBA have one or have had one go-to auction site, which is the Migray website, which all the auctions are done through there and they make a shitload of money but it also goes back to the AFL because they're the ones charging the clubs to do the auction and then the COAs and takes all the money away from the, the clubs. You know, they're obviously trying to make more money for the clubs by doing higher price auctions, but eventually it's just going to end up dropping because people aren't going to spend all this money on these auction prices. And what's going to happen? What's going to happen is probably what they're doing in the NBA right now as well is they've been doing these migrate auctions, but now... Clubs are starting to do their own auctions. So it's gone backwards. AFL started out with their own, and now the AFL wants to take over, uh, whereas the NBA were doing their own, and now the clubs are starting to make their own auction sites and doing them in-house. So clearly, they don't think it works. And I don't think it works at all because they charge an exorbitant amount. They take way too damn long, and the auctions are just a mess oftentimes. So... And God knows what you're actually getting. You, you honestly you do not know what you're getting because the club's sending the, the information to official memorabilia way after the fact or SE products way after the fact and they're just going to take the word that that's what it is. It's not always the case. The stuff needs to stay in-house and I know some of the clubs are fighting back trying to keep it in-house and I hope it happens. I don't know what you got to do if anyone wants to try and help out. I don't know who you want to email or message, maybe the AFL. Maybe. Yeah, so I know John Rambo has done petitions for his West Coast cohorts to try and get a locker room sale uh, or just more auctions in general. Um, keep an eye out for that, John. Um, you may have some very exciting news come soon th from that, by the way. Um, can't go into it too much because nothing's obviously confirmed yet, but there could be some movement in that. So keep an eye out for that. But anyway, if we need to email... Uh, the AFL or whatever to try and keep it in-house it's got to happen we need to keep it in-house because if it goes through official man and be left now on it's already hard enough as it is the prices are going through the roof as enough as it is but it's just going to get more and more difficult $50 increases on bids the high price postages it's just going to end up pricing people out of it and you know Frio for instance will probably not even do auctions anymore Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that... 
Wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Why would they? I would say that would happen. They'd probably take out the auction, not do them at all. What's the point of losing money when they can sell with the locker room sale mm. at the end of the year anyway and make more money out of it? So I know clubs are fighting back and let's hope they win the fight. Um, if clubs do want to do their stuff at Fisher Memorabilia, good on them because often some clubs just don't know what they're doing uh, or can't handle it or just don't want to do it because they don't want to put the extra effort in, then fair enough, go for it. But if other clubs want to do their own in-house stuff, they should be allowed to. Um, the AFL shouldn't be able to tell them what they can and can't do with their own merchandise, which they do pay for. Um, it just comes down to licensing, etc. obviously. But let's hope for our sake and everybody else's sake that we can continue doing our own in-house auctions. I'm not muted, am I? <laughs> you are not muted. You're good. Are you sure? Yeah, you're good. Oh, I was just looking at the buttons and I was like, hmm, <laughs> have you muted me? Yeah. It's quarter to one and M's getting a little bit nuts. But uh, <laughs> we'll move on from official memorabilia. Um, there are new jumpers for 2023, uh, as we'll go through very quickly. Uh, Brisbane today announced that they are with New Balance which I did not see coming at all. Um, there were a few people that just didn't like classic at all. Um, they did sell their home and away jumpers at the official memorabilia auction this year, which, you know, it doesn't happen all that often that they get rid of both sets in one hit. Um, so that probably was a bit of a, you know, a tick of the old brain. Hey, this is probably going to happen. But I still didn't consider that it was a possibility that they were going to get rid of them just like that. So... New Balance, that's pretty exciting. New Balance are definitely taking over some of the AFL like ISC did a few years ago. Um, but it's interesting to see what they'll do because a lot of people don't like the classic material or just the shape of them at all. So um, New Balance have, do have some pretty nice stuff, which we've also seen with West Coast. They're coming out with West Coast stuff as well. So there's a lot of new changes. Um, the Hawks have finally announced ISC, um, which I think we've covered before as well before it got announced. So that was an exclusive. <laughs> uh, and sketches are going to be on the middle of the jumper. Yes, sketches, the footwear, will take over that little spot right here where the manufacturer logo used to be. But it's now going to have sketches there. Um, and you can see some of those on screen now. We've got some really nice polos and warm-up designs. Some people don't like them. The new Hawk design uh, at first looks a little funky, but I think it looks really cool and should look really good on field. And I really like ISC gear. I really hope their jumpers are as good as they used to be. The quality, the material, the shine, the air stretching, everything was really nice. So hopefully the Hawks fans do enjoy that. GWS have the same lineup of jumpers with a new Puma collar. So it's essentially the, really the only difference. Potentially, however, it's a bit darker orange. It could just be the photos. Uh, but what I'm seeing is the difference in the photos between the home this year and last year. The, the orange actually looks a bit darker. I hope it, does. I hope it actually is because it's pretty cool. Although the one I got last week, which you would have seen if you watched last week's show and Mail Day. Mail Day. 
you would have seen uh, the, the orange is actually pretty dark. So it could just be the photos, but uh, it's really the only change is the collar. However, the Never Surrender jumper has the orange cuffs as well, which takes away the pure black jumper with just the G with the orange around it. And now it's got the orange around the cuffs as well, which I actually don't mind. I think it looks all right. Uh, also, Richmond have a new, less boring and dull nib, log, uh, nib logo, NIB logo. Uh, it's just not as offensive anymore. Looks all right. Still got latitude. It's an interesting combination, the black, green, yellow, and blue. It's a very interesting combination on field. Look kind of odd, but get used to it pretty quickly. Um, and Richmond jumpers usually look pretty good anyway, no matter what you do with them. Carlton, same home and clash jumpers with the new Puma Colo, uh, Collar. Collar. Colo. <laughs> the new Puma Collar uh, and the Clashes jumper, uh, great Southern Bank sponsor, has just been filled in, which, okay. Maybe that's what their logo looks like. I'm not actually sure. I've never actually looked at it. And of course, Frio's uh, Bank West sponsor. Those, those, those are the only changes that I'm aware of, Emma. <laughs> At this point, no doubt we'll get some more through as we go along in the off-season. We'll start seeing some new jumpers. So, M's off laughing already. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're right there. You're still awake. Yeah. Still with me. All right, M. Do you know what time it is now? Now day. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for... M, we're going to skip to you while I grab this week's mail day packages. Okay. Are you ready for this? Don't throw them at me. Uh, what should we do first? We'll do this one first. Ready? Three, ah. <laughs> oh, we didn't bring scissors. Uh, we did not bring scissors, so you're gonna have to I'm get. You do. You're gonna have to get creative and start ripping into it. Um, I need to see what that says on the back. It, it doesn't have a phone number, so you probably cover the phone number. But so what does it say on the back there? <laughs> Cover, from, the, cover the number. But. From. Show us, show oh, us. But it's got, a, it's got an address on it. Is it? Okay. Yeah. What does it say? It says it. the one and only, not for resale. From the one and only, not for resale. <laughs> uh, thank you to Mr. Blake Cook. For this. Blake. It's from Blake. So thank you to Blake for this package. Uh, he actually got this package and with me in mind, he messaged me straight away and said, I don't know if you're interested in something like this, but. If you are, you can have it for the low, low price of $30. I so guarantee you weren't even on me when I did that, were you? I actually was. Oh, we? <laughs> Emma, can you show us what we've got from Mr. Blake Cook? Hey, Bryn. Yes. Yeah. Eh, eh. right. Beautiful. Oh, it stinks. Oh, good. So that, that'll be Blake's mail, probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we can clone him. Just go back a bit so you can see the whole jumper. Keep going back. So this is a 2010, uh, yeah, I think it's a 2010 training jumper. And the funny thing with these jumpers is they didn't actually have numbers on the back. That's blank, I assume, M. Mm. Yeah, so they didn't have numbers on the jank, on the back of the jumper for some reason on some of them, not all of them. Some of them did actually have numbers, but I think it might have been different colored ones. This one is one of the ones that did not. So this one could have been worn by anybody. Um, it's an extra large, so that probably gives you someone like Pav or Kepler Bradley, um, some of those bigger boys. But unfortunately, no way to actually know whose it is. Pretty sad. It could have seen one. It was, 
Hey, there goes number two. Well, <laughs> I definitely get the super glue out after this. Unfortunately, we didn't see that one because we we're on me, but uh, number two jumper has bitten the dust. Down. <laughs> so thank you, Blake Cook, for that one. I appreciate it. It's a beautiful jumper, uh, and I will treasure it because I've never actually had one of those. But never seen one. Pretty before. cool. So 2010 Freeman Dockers training jumper. Likely player issued because I don't think they definitely weren't retailed. Not with the sponsor on. M, hmm? we are ready for number two. Okay. Are you ready for this? This one's a bit heavy. One, two. <laughs> nice catch. That one's actually quite heavy too, so it's a good catch. <laughs> All right, she's opening up. This one has got three packages in it. Pass an invoice. Thank you very much. Pass an invoice. <laughs> and this one comes from Vinny's. Vinny's Victoria Online. So... This was a tip off from a great mate, Craig Evans from the Free Oil Dockers team store. He let me know that these ones were up on eBay. Um, and I had to grab them. So I grabbed all three of them. Emma, show us the first one. Are they all the same? They're, well, no, they're not. But um, there you go. I don't actually remember buying that one. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is a Sydney Swans AFLW 2022. Player issue jumper. It does have the old AFLW logo on it, which is interesting. I'm going to have to have a look into that. Because I know all the clubs this year, I don't know if all of them have, but most of them have changed to the new logo with the Telstra on the middle as well. And so this one is different. So it could also be that it's a uh, prototype or sample. So hence the number 50 on the back. The second one is another Sydney Swans AFLW jumper. Yes. So that means that it is a sample. They cut the tag. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. So basically, it says that this has not been used. Um, so they cut the tag. So that one has the new AFLW logo. And this is a Pride jumper from 2022. Obviously, it's the first time that they've actually played in the AFLW. And the Telstra logo right in the middle there. So still uh, made by Cotton On. It does have the sponsor at the top. Uh, just pull it down a little bit. I don't think they had a. Well, sorry, I do think they have a sponsor on the bottom. So that one, this one does not have it. And as you can see, it's number 50, like the last one. So, Pretty nice. Yeah, they're quite nice. I do like the cotton on AFLW jumpers. They very do nice. do a very good job. It's, it's kind of interesting that they have all of the jumpers done by one manufacturer. So the whole league done by one manufacturer. I like it. Sorry? This tag's cut too. Yes. So they're all number 50. So they're all obviously given to Vinnie's to sell. I don't know who buy. Probably cotton on. And this one's a GWS Never Surrender jumper, which is gorgeous. Um, is that one heat pressed at all, or is that all sublimated? So, the logos on the front of it. No. No. Okay. So, to me, it looked like it was a pretty jumper. Huh? That's a pretty jumper. It is. Why do I like it? It's so simple, but it's like, oh. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's nice, isn't it? it? Gives you goosebumps. It's <laughs> like. Oh. Uh, you don't it's like actually. A, it's a don't. Don't mess with me, jumper. What were you going to say? Don't fuck with me. <laughs> well, you it, put this on and you'd be like, oh, don't mess with that person. Well, the men's team, and I believe the women's team as well, actually call this the Never Surrender Jumper. I can see that. So, yeah, it is It is pretty forceful. It's, Next year I should, <laughs> Clint, you should tell them, oh, wait, Clint doesn't watch the show, but <laughs> you should tell Clint to uh, tell them it needs to be changed to the don't fuck with me, jumper. <laughs> Very nice jumper. It is gorgeous. Fully sublimated. Another sample, um, but beautiful. You don't often oh, see. Vinnie's. All from Vinny. So they would have been given these, I assume, by Cotton On. 
um, to sell, obviously go back towards whatever it is that Vinny's actually does because I'm too sure. Yeah, I'm not sure Vinny's. Um, so they obviously to... help out homeless or domestic violence or something like that. So yeah, I'll look into that. It's nice of Cotton On to do that and nice of them to put it up for sale for $40 a piece and for me to buy them. So thank you to Vinny's. And thank you to Craig for the heads up. Emma, hmm? we have one more package. Mildo. One more mildo. Are you ready for this? Three, two, one, and we. Nice catch. Now, this one, I, I don't know if I was mentioning it earlier, but I've been waiting for this one for about a week and a half. Super excited to get it. Um, I actually know what I'm getting this time from the... Go on, feel free. Oh, you almost killed Senor Spud. <laughs> so I actually know what I'm getting this time from this uh, Gold Coast Sun sale because it was off-sold, or on-sold rather, uh, on eBay. So I'm happy with that because I actually managed to get what I wanted this time. As you can see, it's got the plungy logo in the middle there, which the last one did not. Um, and this one happens to be a super special one, um, which everybody wanted. Obviously not Matt Rao, but if you turn around him, you can see whose it is. Number one, Marbior Chol. I love me some Marbior. <laughs> Went from Richmond, where he was a good player, over to the Gold Coast, where he's become a great player. And a very dangerous forward, very tall man, who has a great mark, and is a good kick. Um, so you can see there, with the GPS pocket, it does have the extra large, and then it's got the uh, heat pressed logo at the top there. Um, and as you can tell, it is a 2022 because on the bottom where host plus is, it has the plus logo. So show the camera. Emma, otherwise not <laughs> so it has the plus logo. So 2021s did not have that. Obviously they've got plungy on the front, which they didn't have last year. So that is. Wow. Day. <laughs> I didn't quite get the tone. You can't go get the tone of mail day. Fair enough. We need to take bloody Andy's. Voice and put it on. It's funny you say that, then because I can tell you don't watch the show. Do you know how I know you don't watch the show? Oh, did you actually do that? Uh -huh. <laughs> My bad. I actually put the video from TikTok of Andy saying it of Mail Day. So, uh, yeah. I risk through it, like, <laughs> quickly. I have to watch the show at least three or four times because I get edited it as well, so. And then I quite enjoy watching it afterwards as well on the big screen. The only times I've fallen asleep on the couch and I've woken up to my own voice and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Oh, wait, it's on our TV. Anyway, that was Mail Day. Thank you to everybody sending those through. Emma. Hello. Another time, or time for another segment, and mm -hmm. that is viewer questions. Yep. Em, what have you got? Thank you for sending questions through, everybody, by the way. Um, we've gotten through quite late, but we did manage to get quite a few questions through. So we'll try and skim through them as quick as we can. Right. Em, first question. First one's from Matt, but you didn't give me a last name. Just said Matt. It's from Matt Ward, our mate Matt. Oh, Maddie, Maddie. Okay. Are we likely to see another name round, like player's name on the back of the jerseys? Are we likely to see another name round? Yeah. That's, yeah, I know yeah play it with the name on the yeah. back of the jersey. For everybody yeah. else uh, playing at home, this is what you're talking about. Um, so 2014, round five, the AFL trialed or did an experiment with names on the top of the jumper, uh, like the NBA and 
soccer and all those other things that pretty much every sport does, where they have the names on the back of the jumper. Looks great. And I have a lot of them. I think I've got 26 Frio ones, all player issued. And a couple of others, I think, are still maybe. I don't actually. I forgot anymore. But anyway, uh, will we see another one? Um, short answer to that, unfortunately, will be no. Because now post-COVID, and I've answered this question before, actually, um, post-COVID with the sponsors on the top of the jumper, that completely shuts out any opportunity to put it. So, unfortunately, Matt, I will have to say, no, I don't think we'll see another name round jumper, unfortunately. Would be great to see. Uh, Gold Coast actually did one more, I believe. Potentially two, but at least one more where they had a community round and they had name or names all through the jumper of not sure what they were, but then they had the name on the back of the jumper as well. Uh, a lot of people complained that the jump, the name were too small and you couldn't read it anyway. To be fair, like when you're watching the NBA or NBL or any other sport, if you're in the spectator, you don't actually see the name on the back of theirs either. So I don't think that really is an issue. Um, when they do close-ups of on the TV, people can see it and kids can read it. And I think that's what it's more about is, is people... You know, the kids can actually read the names. Oh, that's my favorite player. It's really cool because they may not know what they look like, but they can see the name and the number. Um, so I really liked it, loved it. And in hand, they're even better. I think they're fantastic. It's amazing when they actually come up for sale and people put them out there for sale. They don't sell for very much, which I don't really understand because they're extremely rare. They only mm. come out for one round. And every now and then uh, you'll see one pop up in the sale. Every now and then. It's like one that they found in the back of the cupboard and they're like, oh, shit, we'll put that on for sale. Every now and then. Yeah, there's there's literally two up right now on the AFL player issue match worn marketplace on Facebook. Uh, a Gold Coast one, I think it was Gold Coast, and a Geelong one. Haven't been able to sell them. And they've had them up for a while. Or North Melbourne and, and okay. Geelong, sorry. They've had them up for a while. And $200, I think, each, which is cheap for a one-off jumper and something that's going to be very, very valuable in the future. So if you ask me, I think it's definitely worth picking up any that you can and just chuck them in the back of the cupboard if you have to because they'll be very valuable and sought after in future. M, question number two. Thank you, Matt, for your question. Number two. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, is from Ashton Schneider. So I can't remember if I've asked this, but what happened to Sarong's ripped jumper? He said, also, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, Emma, for my shit spelling last week. I forgive you. You just made me look like an idiot because I thought I couldn't read. <laughs> I, I thought it was me. But we <laughs> forgive you. you. Nobody forgive you, Ashton. Um, what happened to Sarong's ripped jumper? Oh. Yeah, all right. Oh. All right. Hang on. Oh. Emma wants to say something. No, I just know the answer to it. Do you? Yeah. How do you know? The, um, one of the doctors took it, didn't he? One of the dockers, doctors, I don't know if you call him a doctor or a physio or what do you want to call him. Um, one of. He decided to take it. Yeah, so we believe that's what happened. So there was a big kerfuffle and controversy and people pissed off that I ended up with Luke Ryan's uh, rip jumper from the same game. Um, you know, I happen to be mates with Luke Ryan, so... Bully me, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, um, we also paid for it. And we also paid for it. We so. were not given it. We paid for it. So basically Luke said Aaron can have it if Aaron gives him 
not gives him the money, but basically pays for him to get a new jersey. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the club obviously can't reuse that jumper mm. because it's torn and they can't use it. So they need to replace it. So Luke, being a mate, was a stand-up guy and told the club that he'd like it to go to me and if I would pay for that for them to get a new jumper. So I paid them a little bit more than what their actual jumpers cost them so they could replace it. And I, that was something really nice. He even told his mum no. Yeah. His mum asked for it and he was like, no, no, my friend wants it. Mm. So, yeah, it's not as though the jumper was just handed to me or anything like that. I did have to pay for it so the club could replace it. Um, but unfortunately, that got people's back up and that will never happen again because people were not happy. So, mm. yeah, so I said to the club, they should probably auction off anyone's in future. Uh, but because Sarong's one got ripped in the same game, uh, I believe, like you said, the, the doctor, one of the medical doctors for the Frio club uh, took it mm. and it has it in his possession. So... Because people like to bitch and complain, things like that will happen and you'll never see those jumpers again. Don't ruin shit for people. Look, I get it. I'll be upset too if I didn't get an opportunity to own it, which is why the club then auctioned the next Luke Ryan match-worn grip jumper and the James Yeah, but also don't jump to conclusions and jump down someone's throat and accuse them of basically kiss-assing the club to get a jumper for free, which you don't know the story. We didn't get it for free. And... We didn't actually ask the club. Luke actually messaged you and was like, hey, do you see my jumper got ripped? Do you want it? Or stealing it is another thing. Yeah, yeah, we got accused of stealing it. So poo to you all. <laughs> you all just, you know, just don't ruin shit for people. Like, we are not criminals. We do <laughs> shit the right way, as I'm sure everyone else does. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We spend a lot of money. Look, it's, it's. I'm sorry that if the club decides to give back every now and then, because we do spend so much money. I, I don't know. I would have spent easily 50, 60 grand at the auctions over. I'm going to say you've spent years. more on the sales, the years that we've been together, then you have paid off on our house. Not saying, oh, that, not saying that. I'm not saying that in a nasty way. I'm meaning like you've, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, we give back to the club a lot. We spend a lot of money with the club. So occasionally the club does look after us, which is never going to happen anymore, unfortunately. Nope. But, um, yeah, so unfortunately, Ashton, that jumper will probably never resurface, which is sad days. but. Yes, I believe one of the doctors has Ashton. Thank you for your question. And we do forgive you for your spelling. Honestly, I just thought it was me and I thought I couldn't read. <laughs> Homeschooled. I thought it was hilarious. Homeschooled. So. <laughs> um, next one. Next question. Clint. Clint? Clint. Clint. Just Clint. Just Clint. 
I'm not going to say his last name. No he doesn't watch name. the show, so. Hopefully he does. Uh, Clint wants to know, will we ever see the return of the podcast? Yeah, so funny thing is, this is the podcast. So a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, literally only Clint, is <laughs> weirding about it. Uh, but he loves us and he's just giving a shit. But I do want to answer that question because there are probably other people who are asking if the podcast in its audio form is going to continue. And as a result of that, or been converting these shows into the audio podcast so people can still watch and follow along. Um, you would have noticed that it's been several months between episodes of the audio podcast simply because I've got to get guests for those shows. And if people don't put their hands up and want to come on and actually do the show, then I can't make the content. I can't do it. Um, so this obviously gives us or gives you more opportunities to listen to the audio podcast. So as far as I'm concerned, you're actually getting much more content now. Um, and I think the show is fantastic, but that's my own opinion. Uh, but yes, the show will definitely continue in audio format and we'll definitely do more of those formatted shows as well. Um, if you would like to do one, let me know and we can tee up a time to do one of those standard audio player issue podcast shows. Um, and don't but, just yeah. let us know. Commit. Commit. Don't yeah. say you'll do it and then never hear from it. Commit. Yes. So, yeah, if you want it to happen, you want your own episode, definitely let us know. We'll, we'll be happy to give you your own airtime and do a show for you. Um, Emma, thank you, Clint, by the way. Thank you. Uh, next one's from Matt Harvey. What specific jumper design have you tried to get for a while but can't seem to track one down? Can't be a Freo jumper. Yeah, okay. Um, terrible question because I have had a lot of – we were trying to work out the answer. Chick question. <laughs> Not a shit question. No, joking. <laughs> it's a good question because the answer is difficult because I don't really know. It's a question you've put Aaron on the spot with. Yeah. It's, yeah. And putting me on the spot, you would suggest would be, as Emma's just reading this, I've got to try and answer it. However, this was a question where I didn't want to just graze over it because there's no way I was going to be able to answer it on the spot. So I've actually been trying to think of an answer to it. And I honestly probably can't because I haven't got a whale jumper in my mind or a design in my mind or been chasing for the last few years um, of a club that's not Frio. Because when it comes to my outside Frio collection, I just collect the designs I like or the top players. Um, so I'm not that invested in another club's jumper as I would be with Frio. And saying that, you know, I do love the old school jumpers. So when I say old school for the newer listeners, um, things like the 92 and 94 grand final jumpers. So the West Coast Eagles grand final jumpers. I was still a fan of West Coast Eagles at that point. So that were my earliest memories of football. So I, I would love to get a couple of those jumpers. And I know Matt's actually got one. So well, I think he does. No, he's got the Geelong one. Sorry. But um, I've, I've seen a couple. I know Doug Slater's got one in his collection. Um, but they don't often come up. So 92, 94 grand final, something like that would be pretty tremendous. And any of the 97 Lightning Carnival, um, some of those jumpers out there were tremendous. So I think I've got one, actually. I've got the Melbourne one, the Matchstick, but the Bulldogs preseason Carnival jumper is great, and just all those cartoony designs are, are brilliant. So I haven't got one simple answer for you, but there are a lot of great jumpers out there. Most of them are from the 90s, which I would like to get my hands on. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for your question. It was very difficult. Oh, God. and I hate you for it because I can't answer it properly. But good question. Emma, 
I'm from the nineties. Is that why you're uh, married to me? Um, Something about the nineties. So there were a lot of quirky things in the nineties. Um, I was one of them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess so. You could say that. So cool. the nineties are definitely my favorite um, era of everything: basketball, footy, females. Um, thank you. Female, thank you. Female, of course. Only one. Just one last one. Gonna make <laughs> job, it sound job. better. Don't, don't keep it short. Carry on. <laughs> um, next one. Next question. <laughs> this this one's from Patrick. How do you say it? I love the fact that I wrote that as well. Yeah, how do you say it, Patrick? I don't know. That's why I wrote it. How do you say it? Patrick. Uh, what's the worst condition, Guernsey, you have or more specific, specifically, have you ever accidentally damaged a jum- jumper in your possession? I remember I accidentally placed an ISC Guernsey too close to the heater once, burnt the entire jumper from the under from under the back sponsor. Karaki. Yeah, that would suck. Ugh. Um, probably the worst condition ones I've had. I actually still have one of them. Uh, well, first one would be a 2004 Michael Johnson Wizard Cup game, Wizard Cup jumper for Frio, obviously, uh, where the front of it looked great because it was in a frame, so it looked fantastic in the frame. And as I always do, I have to take the jumpers out of the frame. I can't leave them in there. Something about it, I just have to see the full jumper. And sometimes that backfires. This is one of those times. <laughs> so stupidly enough, I uncased it, and if people don't frame it right, like they they frame it where they don't think that someone's ever going to open them again and they don't give a shit, they're probably not going to care what it looks like. And this is one of those times. That jumper was destroyed on the back. Has that one had all the glue? No. Um, This had pinholes. Oh, I remember that. But unfortunately not small pinholes. No, no, it was those tag things. Yes. The... When you purchase like, clothes and you got tag yeah, on them, yeah, so but they'd been done on an angle, so they had these like decent size pinholes on them. Yeah, I remember that, that. that was super thick. So putting those stupid bloody tags, yeah, I remember that into the foam. They had to be quite thick and strong, which they were. Mm. Um, great for holding them onto the the foam, foam board and keeping them nice and neat and tidy. And, and they obviously pulled them tight, the jumpers as well, so, so it looked stretched. straight all around. But that means that there's more tags, and this thing was littered with tags. And by the time I got them all out, I thought, okay, maybe it'll look all right by the time I'm done. Nah. I think we tried to look. There was a hack where it was, um, just in case anyone actually wants to know this hack, and there's smaller holes than this. And it did kind of work, but it didn't ideally fix them all, was to use an iron Mm. and put a tea towel over the, the jersey and then, like, iron over it, and it sort of closes it and it did close a little bit but yeah so smaller holes pin holes ideally yes as i said you can definitely close them up and make them look semi-okay but this thing was so bad bad. the holes were gigantic because this thing these holes would would have been like that Mm. um throughout the entire jump like there was a line of them straight down the middle and then all on the sides and that thing was ruined so that's probably the worst one I had. Absolutely destroyed. I didn't keep it because it looked terrible after that. Can't even remember how much I sold it for, but it wasn't much. Uh, but I also still have a Chris Tarrant 2007, which I actually got off Clint in a trade, I think, or I bought it off him. Can't remember. Um, again, it was in the frame, so it's my fault. Um, I decided I didn't want it in the frame, 
pulled it out, and this is another thing that people do wrong, is they glued it. So they glued every inch of the jumper to the frame board or the white foam backing. Um, it's just another thing that people do to try and make things look good but are not because they're ever going to take it out again. again. They plan on keeping them in the, in the frame and never removing them from it. So who gives a shit how they do it as far as they're concerned? When people do try and take them out and they glued them to the damn board, you have to imagine what happens to the white backing when you rip it off. It's stuck to it, and I cannot get it off. I've used so many different things to try and get it off. It's just stuck. It's like melted into the jumper. Um, very slowly picking away at it. It's been a few years now. I'm just picking a little piece of paper every now and then. It will come off, but still looks like shit. That's probably the second worst one I've ever had. So I actually haven't had it too bad. And no, I've never destroyed a jumper, thankfully. As a matter of fact, if I drop one on the floor, I shit myself. Like, I'm surprised I didn't get up and attack those jumpers that you, <laughs> they fell off the cabinet. But it's nice and clean in here because Em did clean up the floors, by the way. So I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, if I drop a jumper on the floor inside or anywhere else, I shit myself. So I'm usually pretty careful when it comes to not damaging my own jumper. But that sounds awful. Patrick, do, 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 do. But you say that, but you let me tackle Matt Rowell outside. I know, right? Like <laughs> the lengths we go to for this show, unbelievable. You let me tackle There's no me. way I would let that happen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before we start doing this, no chance. <laughs> Matt Rowell has been molested. <laughs> uh, Emma, thank you to Patrick for your question. Uh, over to you, Em, for the next question. This is the last question. It's from Jeff Butcher. Um, Hi, Jeff. He said, one, if grand final patches come off, um, like 2021-22 grand finals, when you purchase the Guernsey at auction, would you get the company to repress it? And two, do you see those grand final Guernseys as cheaper than the grand final Guernseys badges that stay on, I'm assuming? Is that what he means? Yes. So as you would have noticed in the 2021 and 22 grand final jumpers uh, games, the new logo, so the new rubber type logos just started coming off um western bulldogs jumpers for some reason come off much more than the melbourne ones as a matter of fact i don't think any of the melbourne one came off um then this year dangers one come off pretty early uh and then a bunch of others just started flying off the jumpers so super disappointing that's happening and you would think after a couple of years that they would have had it right this year but it was actually worse this year than it was previous um do i see them as cheaper Yes, I definitely do. 
I don't think you could pay as much for one of the ones that doesn't have a grand final logo on it anymore than those that do. However, in saying that, Dangerfield's one went for an absolute fortune. And as far as I'm aware, is he's jumper that sold at auction didn't have one. But this is another thing with OEM, uh, official memorabilia. I don't even know what jumper they ended up with. So it could, could come with one. I don't know. But as far as I'm concerned, yes, the ones that don't have those logos on would be cheaper in my eyes. I wouldn't pay as much for one. Um, doesn't mean they're not still special. They still are. They're still worn on that fateful day. Would I want you to repress? Probably not. As a matter of fact, there was a Bulldogs one last year. I think it's a Steph Martin jumper um, that is for sale at the moment or potentially sold now. But uh, that one came without the patch, but they did include a patch. So it wasn't obviously patched to the jumper um, because that's not how it was when it left the field. But they did include a patch just in case he wanted to put it on himself or you know, just, just to have with the jumper uh, if you want to take photos or... Yeah, it's just fair to have one. So if it was me, probably not. I probably wouldn't ask to have it repressed either because it wouldn't be in the same condition. But it's a tough one. It really is because it's not what you're really expecting to get. So it's a good question. I don't think I would, but I like the frame, like the framing. I probably would end up repressing it myself at some point. But when I first get it, and if I'm deciding that I'm definitely keeping it, then yeah, I probably would end up putting it back on, I reckon. That's it. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for your question. We really appreciate you sending that through. Uh, Emma, thank you for asking the questions. No problem. It is 20 past one, so we are moving along now. We're actually near the end, Em. We're basically going to get five hours sleep. Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so let's do it. This is our final segment. It is... What's in the cave? Emma, hmm? let's jump over to the wheel. Hmm. Right. There's us. G'day. You're on camera too. Oh, hi. <laughs> let's jump to the wheel now. If you haven't seen this before, there's a ton of numbers on there chosen by all our viewers and listeners from the audio show. We are going to spin the wheel. We're going to pick out a number. Em's going to go through the cabinets behind her. She's going to pick out that number jumper, and then we're going to have a quick chat about it before we sign off. So... Here we go. What number? I'm going to go with 117. I'm going to go 156. Right. So in the ones, which means we're still in Frio, by the way. <laughs> Let's hope we get something out of Frio, but maybe not. What have we got? 69. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez, just to go with the dirty episode, let's just <laughs> stick with 69. Thank you, Adam Jander. We have number 69. Em's going to go and have a look for that now. So we'll be back shortly. Bags flying everywhere. Uh, we'll be back. All right, we're back. Emma's found jumper number 69. Em, was that difficult for you? Did you have a good time? Um, it took me a very long time to count it. We didn't close the cabinet, so it looks hideous oh, over there. And the, the only one jumper we had up is probably now on the floor because uh, <laughs> still there to survive the trip. Uh, there we go. So we neaten up the cave. Thanks to Em. 
Right, Emper. Em, Emper. Oh, my God. Emper. Emper. <laughs> 20 past one. We're going to get out of here. Oh, Emma. Hello. Jumper number 69. Uh, feel free to show it to the people now. I'm going to be really boring and show you the front first. Yes, look at that. It's another Frio jumper. Very, very sorry about that. But we have to get into the plus 270 numbers, I think, to get into the non-Frios. We'll get there. We might just dodge it next week. Anyway, so this one is a 2014 jumper. Um, 2014. So how do you know it's a 2014? That collar, if you pull it down a little bit, that V-shaped collar uh, is only on the 2013 and 2014 and 2015 jumpers, sorry. However, the 2014 and 13 have that white wood side. 2015 moves along to uh, the red wood side. Now, the difference between the 2014 and 2013, if you pull it right up, M, you can see the bottom tag. On the white part of that tag there, you can see the Fremantle Dockers logo, which was only started in 2014, and that goes for every club. Uh, I believe one club may have been a little bit behind the ball on that, but otherwise every club had that logo starting in 2014, um, replacing the Stickman logo, which I have no idea what that thing even was. Um, but yeah, so this is 2014, and that's how you can tell. It looks like a simple home jumper, but it is not, and we've actually mentioned... Something about these. So three. ironic, isn't it? <laughs> Just a short time ago. There you go. This is a name round. So 2015, a name round. No, I just said 2015. I oh just explained God. why it's 2014. <laughs> 2014 round five, name round jumper. Warren versus the Sydney Swans. Uh, Fremantle ended up losing that game. I think it was only a couple of points. That was a cracking game. Um, so as you can see, this is one is Hayden Ballantyne's. And for me, I don't think that... That name, uh, the name, and the number is all that small. I think it actually looks quite good, especially with these longer players' names. I think they probably stood out a little bit more than the the shorter names. But I really like it. I think they look fantastic. I think they're very valuable and um, very collectible. And what do you think? Do you like the name round jumpers? It's like the name round jumpers. Beautiful. Well, I also love them, and I also love the fact that it is now 20 past 1, 25 past 1, and we are done for the night, and the mosquito is still here. <laughs> uh, M, before we... Oh, shit, I'm going to kill everybody. Oh, <laughs> before we sign off, let's do one last plug for the Player Issue Podcast hats. If you would like one of those lovely hats to M's right there. Got him! <laughs> uh, the mosquito is dead, is now attached to M's hand. And it's only taken us the entire episode to get rid of the bastard. Uh, these hats are available for purchase. Send us a message on the Player Issue Podcast Facebook or Instagram page or the YouTube page if you like. You can make a comment if you would like one on there as well. There's only nine left, uh, $25 a piece, and that is delivered. So nice and cheap, and there's only nine available. So if you'd like M to sign it or me to sign it, let us know. We'll do so. Otherwise, we'll just send out as is. Uh, probably be much more valuable like that. <laughs> but we're happy to do that if you like. Um, Please also like and subscribe to the show and tell all your friends about it. We have 63 subscribers. We'd like to get that to 100 before Christmas uh, and then onwards and upwards from there. But please, if you are watching, give the video one of these. It's called the like. And then hit the button down here where it says, sub, 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 says subscribe. <laughs> it's getting late, then. <laughs> hit the button down here where it says subscribe. So you make sure that you are notified of every video as they become available. Um, and we see if there are people who actually like the show. We're not just talking to ourselves every week. <laughs> uh, em, thank you for joining me on today's episode. Hope you've had a good time. You got Nemma's rant today? 
We got we got multiple Emma's rants. We had a part one and a part two of Emma's rant, and it's good fun. <laughs> Apologies to the gentleman out there who made the comment, but here is your opportunity, Em. If you're going to make comments like that, here is your opportunity to apologise. <laughs> anyway, what I meant to say was, don't be a dick. Signing off. Thank you, Em. We'll see you next week. I guess. Spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.